Welcome to the Balanced Working Moms podcast. I'm Rena Misha, and I'm so glad you're here. If you're a busy mom like me who's juggling all the things, you're absolutely in the right place. Because in this podcast, you're going to learn secrets on how to live your life so you feel so much more balanced. Hello, my beautiful friends. I hope you're doing well. I'm doing well. It's been cold. It's winter. But before we know it, spring is going to be here. And I'm excited about that. But I wanted to share a funny story before I dived into our podcast today. Because you may remember a few months back, I did an episode all about teenagers And in the episode, I talked about how wonderful teenagers are, and it's so great to parent them in a way that brings out their positive characteristics, because they do have a lot of positive. And my daughter shocked me. The other day, she sent me a text, and she had actually looked at my podcast. And as soon as she saw that episode, she wanted to know right away. She said, Mama, what did you talk about? What did you say? And luckily, thank goodness, between you and me, I hadn't said anything negative about teens. Thank goodness. (laughs) Would not want her to hear something negative and, you know, not uplifting. And it was actually quite the opposite, if you remember the episode, because I told her that the podcast was a very positive way of looking at teens and all those teen years. And then I gave her a summary. She's so funny. She has such a sense of humor. And see, this is what I'm talking about with teens. Their humor comes out. It's so beautiful. And she looks at me and she says in a very serious tone of voice, she says, Mama, I think you may have made a mistake. You should see those other kids in my class. (laughs) She's completely serious. And I laughed so hard, I had tears running down my face, and I couldn't breathe. I love these kids. I love their take on things, because she was serious. She's like, Mama, like, they're crazy. They are crazy. Don't you just love these kids? They just have the cutest take on things, and I love how they just interpret things and apply it. And first, I have to tell you, that I could tell she was a little bit smiling. And I could tell that she felt really great about what I had said on the podcast. She was almost glowing because she was hearing essentially the great things I was saying about her and her sister behind her back, which is very, very important as a mom to say things that are good about people behind their back. Because that's really when they notice. You know, when you tell them to their face, oh, you're so great, you're doing a great job, whatever, like they don't believe it. But if they hear you telling somebody else, now that is very, very powerful. But here's the thing, because without realizing it, she also proved the point that I made on the episode. And my point was that when you raise kids in the way that you do and that I do, and I know you do this too, because otherwise you wouldn't be listening to this podcast, 
But when you raise kids with kindness and love and not a ton of criticism and blame and fighting, the whole environment in your home changes. And I'm not saying you're never going to fight with your teens or that every minute of the day is going to be smooth. I'm just saying that all these things we talk about in our podcast, taking care of yourself, creating joy in your life, building relationships, all these things make a huge difference when you do them. And it creates a better home environment And then you see the results that that creates. And I hope you enjoyed this cute story on how my daughter reacted, how she can literally see firsthand the difference it makes when you do these things we talk about. She sees how she's different as a teen from many other kids that she knows, many other kids that are her same age. And I hope you also enjoy how funny teens are, and I hope you enjoy them because they really are the best. They really are. So for today's topic, I wanted something fun and light, maybe even silly, because I'm going to tell you the truth, and that is the world can be a hard place. We just talked about teens. Maybe things aren't going so well. Maybe you have toddlers and you have the fighting. Whatever it is, things at home can be hard. Things in the world can be hard. And today, I just wanted to bring some light into your home. So let's talk about how to bring more joy into your life. And unfortunately, we're not going to be able to cover every little part of this topic in one episode It's a big topic, but let's dip our toes in because adding joy is really the entire goal of my entire podcast, like all the episodes. That's the underlying message. That's my underlying goal for you is to have more joy, have more happiness because I want you to be happy and I want you to feel good and great actually about your life. So then here's the question. How do you find your joy when life is busy and you literally have to do things for other people all day, every day? Whether it's work or home or your parents, you are literally doing things for other people. And that could be hard to have joy when you're living like that. But here's the first thing I'd love for you to do. And I'd love for you to first recognize that it's actually possible for you to have more joy. It's possible because it's very funny because when I get a new client and I start working with them, this is usually my first step with them because so often, just like you, People have so many responsibilities. They don't even see their life as something that they can have joy in it. Very sad, very sad. But eventually, every single person I've ever worked with has been proven wrong. So that's good. That's good. And that's so fun. 
It's so fun to see people who take life so seriously and have lost their joy, and then they find it again. I love it. I love the work that I do. So good to prove people wrong about this. But let me give you an example. Let me give you an example so you could see this. Because I have a client who is having a very hard time. And with everything going on in the world and her life, it was not easy right now. And she didn't see how she could possibly add joy to her life. She said to me, she's so cute. She's like, Rena, this is not possible. Things are just too hard right now, but there's nothing like a good challenge. So we did it. We did it. I just saw her a few days ago and she was like a different person. It was a joy for me. What a joy. But let me tell you how we did it. How did we do it? Because what we did was we had to find something that resonated with her, something she would actually do and love doing. So I gave her a prescription. By the way, she has a joke. See, we have a lot of levity to what we do. And she likes to call me Dr. Rena. Of course, she knows I'm not any type of doctor, but she loves to joke about it. And when she makes our appointments, she likes to write them down in her calendar. You guessed it, as Dr. Rena. And she laughs every time she does it. She just laughs. It's so cute. So cute. But as you can see, look at the playful relationship we have. And I need to tell you, this is not by accident. It's not by accident. It's part of how I coach her and actually how I coach a lot of people, people who need more joy in their life or just anytime, anytime we can use a laugh. Because she in particular needs so much more joy in her life. So we have these ongoing jokes that are just so much fun. So I teased her and I gave her the prescription and her prescription was to watch comedy on TV because she already watches TV, but nothing uplifting, nothing uplifting. Essentially, she watches the news and you know that does not give her any joy. Kills her joy. So she's already found some pockets of time to watch TV. So, what we did was we switched up what she's watching. So, it increased her joy meter. And before we started, I asked her on a scale of one to 10 how much joy she was feeling in her life. 10 meant the most joy. And she was at about a six. So I encouraged her to come up with some other ideas that would increase her joy meter. I'm making up that term now, (laughs) and it's cracking me up. But I wanted to increase her joy meter to seven. So I don't want to take it. You already heard my episodes. I don't want to take her from a six to a 10. That's not likely to happen. But from a six to a seven, maybe. She could do that. Like, I have faith in her. She could do that. And she was so excited to watch a little comedy on TV. And it made me excited for her. 
And then she came up with another idea to help increase her joy. And she decided she was also going to listen to uplifting music. So through our coaching, she actually has a theme song. She sings it every day and it uplifts her. And now she's going to use the power of music even more to help her increase her joy. Isn't this fun? Isn't this fun? Are you enjoying seeing an example of someone who's having a really hard time? They're down in the dumps and they find ways to uplift themselves. I love it. I find it so inspiring. And I want you to notice a few things. I'm going to tell you, she really thought it was impossible. Yet notice that she herself came up with ways to help herself. Another thing I want you to notice is she just tweaked some things she was already doing. So she tweaked things to turn it from something that was bringing her down to something that uplifted her. And finally, notice, like we said earlier, our goal wasn't to change her life from a six to 10 overnight. That would never work. Instead, we're inching from a six to a seven. And when I saw her a few days ago, I would say she was at about a nine. She was doing amazing. I was so happy for her. So let's apply this to your own life now. Because here's what I'd love for you to do. First, pause and notice. What is your overall joy meter at right now? This is your overall score. If you happen to be having a great day or a lousy day, don't factor that in. Just on a regular day, how much joy do you feel? And then how can you move up your joy meter by just a little bit? I don't care if it goes from six to six and a quarter. If you can increase it so it regularly goes just a little bit higher, that is incredible. That'll have a huge impact on your life. So what can you do to increase it? In our example, my client used music and laughter to give her more joy, but everyone's different. Maybe for you, maybe you need more sleep and having just half hour more sleep each day is going to increase your joy. Or maybe you need an hour off work every so often so you can sit sit in a coffee shop, chill out, enjoy your day. I love that. I love that. And by the way, I love that suggestion because it sounds like I can never do that, right? Sit in a coffee shop. But for a lot of people, it's just taking maybe one hour off work, going to the coffee shop before you have to pick up your kids it may be more doable than you realize. So that's just an aside. But another example is maybe you need something as simple as a five-minute walk with the dog at night. You know, you go out with the dog when the kids are crazy, maybe bath time with your husband, and you go on a walk and you de-stress. And these are just some examples. I'd love for you to be creative. Think of something small that you can do that's going to increase your joy meter. 
And I'd love for you to write it down and actually commit to it because I don't want you ever to just listen to my podcast and not incorporate it into your own life. Don't come up with something and then go on to the next episode and you've totally forgotten. No, write it down, put it on a post-it note by your computer, tell somebody If you have a spouse, maybe tell your spouse, do whatever it is you need to do to commit to do this thing that's going to bring you more joy. And I'll give you even more examples because examples are the most powerful. So maybe you can spend a few minutes doing a hobby. That's something us moms very rarely do, but it can give you so much joy. Or maybe you can arrange a monthly visit with a friend, put it on the calendar as a reoccurring appointment and see this wonderful friend every month. Or what about a book club? I love book clubs because reading personally gives me so much joy. So if you love to read and you're forced to read a book because you're in a book club and you enjoy that throughout the month, plus the extra day in the month where you actually meet with people, that's a lot of joy. A lot of joy for you. Or how's this one? How about putting your phone on the charger an hour or two before bed and actually chill out and not be on your phone and relax and enjoy your life? That's going to shoot your joy meter way up high. That's going to be a 12. (laughs) It's going to be great. And speaking about phones, what if you unfollow some feeds that make you feel like garbage after you see them? Imagine just this power of doing one small thing at a time and increasing your joy slowly, slowly, so that your joy keeps building up and creates you as a happier person. I love that for you. I love that for you. And I'm excited for you to increase your joy. This is one of the most powerful things you can do to create a household that's happier, to create more balance for yourself. And it doesn't have to take any extra time or money. Just unfollowing that feed that makes you feel like garbage is so simple and so life-changing. Or what about listening to music that uplifts you instead of looking at the news, which you know what that does. And I wish you so much joy in your life. Let me know what you end up choosing. And if you haven't already, please pause and rate this podcast so we can reach more people. Because I have to tell you, this world would totally be a different place If everyone was just a little more joyful, just a little more joyful, can you imagine the change in this world if people were happier? It would really change a lot, change a lot for you and for everyone around you. So thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to talking to you on our next episode. 